Greetings and welcome to the Houston Healthcare Initiative Podcast. My name is Harold Nickel. This week, I will ask respected Houston-based neurologist, Dr. Stephen Goldstein, about the prices patients are charged by hospitals, specifically on the new rules about healthcare price transparency. What needed to change on disclosing prices, and is anything different as a result? And so, Dr. Goldstein, for me and people like me who know very little about this, can you give us all an overview of the issue? Of course. In late 2020, the Department of Health and Human Services issued the final rules on price transparency for healthcare providers. Prior to the release of these new rules, health insurance companies and healthcare providers like hospitals negotiated prices for all the things they do for patients that did not make any of this information public. Okay, now to make sure I understand, the insurance companies and the industry they pay decided on prices and then kept it all a secret. Is that correct? Well, that's pretty much it. When this, what this arrangement meant was that patients did not know that what they would pay for treatment, tests, surgery, drugs, and anything else until after they were treated and received the bill. For most insured patients, they have little interest in the total cost. They just know they have a copay and a deductible. However, they are impacted by the total cost when it comes time to pay the premium. Okay, so let's say we go out to a restaurant to eat and we order and we were served. We left the restaurant and went home and then the bill arrived. That would be odd, wouldn't it? Yes, there are several odd things. At the restaurant, the prices are on the menu that you see in advance. You can order a la carte, or you can order the complete dinner, or you could buy the smorgasbord and eat all you want. You do not leave the restaurant without paying the bill. You do not expect to receive a bill later. Healthcare is the only industry I'm aware of where something like this happens. But according to these new rules, this practice is over. Isn't it? Well, you would think so. The intent of the new rules is one thing. How they are implemented or not implemented in practice is another. As of January 1, 2021, hospitals are required to make prices, those payer negotiated rates for their services, available online in readable format. So far, there has been little compliance by hospitals. Okay, so why is that? There must be something amiss here. There is. There are court challenges to the constitutionality of the Affordable Care Act, more more, uh, often known as Obamacare. The outcome of that litigation could affect both how and even if these new rules are adopted. Okay, so there are always the courts to, uh, to contend with. I'm hoping that this is all, but I bet it's not. It's not. The big idea here was to make all of those different rates, payer-specific rates, all more available and more transparent to patients. Sounds easy enough. But according to the healthcare industry, procedures and services are often not as cut and dried as placing a price tag on service and charging your insurance. According to them, some procedures can affect patients differently, causing them to have different levels of care and other needs that all have different prices. In other words, they insist on a la carte pricing in restaurant parlance. They refuse to offer a complete dinner, 
including the appetizer, entree, dessert, and beverage. What I hear from that is the hospitals and all the other providers do not want to just be pinned down on a price other than to say, well, it depends, which is not much different than than what was in place before. Yes, it's not much different. But there is one hospital system that is at least making an effort to comply. MedStar in Washington posted its prices in an Excel spreadsheet on its website. It is presented in a way that people can see the charges for various procedures from different insurance companies. When you looked at the MedStar prices, was any new information revealed to you? Yes. I was surprised by the large differences in the discounted prices for various diagnoses. For example, cardiac arrest, insurance companies' negotiated prices varied from $25,000 or so to $69,000 or so, while the Medicare price was around $10,000. The cash price was not revealed. It also was not clear if this was the total charge, as there is another spreadsheet with other charges, for example, stay in the ICU. Here, the gross price was $9,400. The insurance company negotiated prices varied from a little over $1,300 to over $8,000. It is not clear if the cardiac arrest price included the ICU room charge or if it was charged a la carte for some insurance companies and not others. The bottom line is you still can't figure out what the total cost would be if you suffered a cardiac arrest. Wow. How how can this be? Uh, don't the laws have to be followed? There, there must be some kind of downside for any of these companies choosing not to be in compliance with these regulations, like steep fines or even jail time. Well, my understanding is that the fine is $300 a day for noncompliance, which is nothing for these big companies. So just out of curiosity, how do these businesses defend themselves when they are not in compliance? To paint with a pretty broad brush here, some hospital networks haven't published their price list yet because they claim they need more clarification from the federal government on how best to translate complex insurance contracts into straightforward prices for consumers. They also say they are concerned about a lack of standardization in how hospitals approach the job of making prices public, and this will make it impossible for people to accurately compare prices between different systems. See, that just sounds like more foot-dragging and delay to me. There are other reasons, like the American Hospitalization claim that staff who would help with compliance are stretched thin because of the COVID pandemic. But the bottom line is that price competition only works if those involved are really competing. Without price disclosure, competition remains elusive. These rules don't require any type of quality disclosure along with the price, but is it safe to say that we all get what we pay for? Not always. Although hospitals are highly regulated institutions, it is difficult for the public to detain obtain information on hospital. If one is planning elective surgery, one would like to know the overall complication rate, including infections, blood clots in the leg, as well as overall success rate and the mortality rate. No one really knows if price is a measure of quality in this case. Now, with the time we have left today, can you tell us what the overall impact of transparency will be 
at least in the short term? Well, there's a lot of potential benefit for the public when and if these rules are fully adopted and made more available for the public. Employers could design lower-cost health plans for their employees. It could also help expose which hospitals or insurance companies are outliers in terms of higher costs. And as knowledge of healthcare prices gets more public, it will be harder for hospitals to defend really large price variations for the same service. But the impact of this access to cost information can only be gauged if hospitals actually comply with the regulations and publish their prices in a way that the public can read and understand. Well, as always, Dr. Goldstein has shown the way and taken the wraps off how the public is less than well served by the healthcare industry. In this instance, the law and its intent are often thwarted. And it's worth mentioning that the American Hospital Association lost a very contentious court fight over the price disclosure rules last year. So it should not surprise any of us that the same group is not up on its collective toes to make the information known. Now, we're preparing to talk with Dr. Goldstein today. I saw plenty of articles that cited reasons why complying with these rules was such a challenge. Statements like, the price was dependent on the design of a patient's health insurance plan, or that Charges were highly individualized per patient and their plan in terms of deductibles and copays and coinsurance and on and on. Sadly, there were no statements from the professional associations like the American Hospital Association that promised to work hard at being as forthcoming as humanly possible about making their prices known. But the news is not all bad. In the example that Dr. Goldstein mentioned, MedStar is revealing some information about prices. And hopefully further price transparency will come down the line. Using the restaurant analogy, we need to see a package price for a given diagnosis or procedure, not a laundry list of hundreds of individual prices. Now, we'll post the price list on the website and on the Houston Healthcare Initiative social media for everybody to see. And the website address is HoustonHealthCareInitiative.org. As always, thanks for listening. Tell your friends about us and be sure to come back next time for another edition of the Houston Healthcare Initiative podcast.